Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Dan's Miscellaneous Ramblings, episode 295. Uh, we're getting really close to 300, which is super nice. And then I can say, oh yeah, you know that guy who has 300 podcast episodes out? Yeah, yeah, I knew him when he was not famous. But now I'm obviously super famous, so you, obviously if you met me now, you couldn't say that. Uh, yeah, today's episode's gonna be the paraffin episode. Now, if you don't know what paraffin is, paraffin is a type of wax. Um, but we're going to be mostly talking about the oil that you can get from it. Uh, because... Okay, so... Uh, okay. Oh, did I... I... Okay, I may have... I'm not entirely sure. What? Okay, okay. Sorry about that. My brain just completely went out. So, paraffin oil is a very fun type of oil, all right? It is colorless, or sometimes it's a pale yellow, uh, also known as kerosene. It's a combustible hydrocarbon liquid that's burned as fuel, all right? But it's also used in a number of other things. Uh, for example, my Galileo thermometer. Now, you may remember my Galileo thermometer from uh, my previous episode, the Galileo thermometer episode. Um, but I unfortunately no longer have this Galileo thermometer after a very unfortunate series of events today and that ended up with a very large puddle of oil all over my floor. Now, some sources, depending on which lamp you ha or not lamp, sorry, which uh, thermometer you have. Um, so this is saying that the clear liquid is actually ethanol and not paraffin. Um, but other, I've also seen that like other people say that it's a hundred percent paraffin. So I think it depends on the lamp. Or not, why do I keep saying lamp? It depends on the. Uh, a thermometer. I believe... I, I have no idea because I picked mine up from a thrift store. Uh, but basically, today was a just god-awful series of events that I'm gonna... I'm just gonna say what I think led up to all of this. So, I'm gonna start with the beginning of today. While it could have carried over from yesterday, I really don't know. Uh, so, this morning, I woke up, I was super tired, but I went to rowing anyway, right? you know, like a good child, and I I put in some work, you know, I, I I was tired, I was I was sweating, I was, my I could feel my heart pumping, uh, I was listening to, actually my chill playlist, because we were doing a, a sort of steady state piece, it was nice, come back, uh, and that's, yeah, okay, so, I go to the dining hall, and I realize that the I remember the whole, hey, they charged me a whole bunch of money for using the dining hall that one time, and I got a little sad. But I walk into the dining hall, right? Pick up some nice, oh, you know, some yogurt, some corned beef hash, maybe. It was a very mediocre corned beef hash, but whatever. I have a, a pretty decent breakfast. I go throughout my day, you know. Uh... 
And I realized, hey, I have to start working on this lab, okay? And that's when the real trouble begins. And then I procrastinate it for a bit. And, but I'm like, it's okay. It's a hardware lab. I'm very good at hardware labs, okay? Because, you know, I'm an electrical engineer. The hardware is kind of my specialty. And I've always been extremely good at it. I've always gotten it either first try or had one very simple fix. Like one time I was panicking. I couldn't figure it out. And then I flipped around my block of switches and it turns out they were just backwards. You know, simple stuff like that. Well, start working on it. And I get it to display some of the right things, but some of the things just aren't working. So I'm like, it's okay. I'll bring it into office hours where they're going to be grading it. And they can help me because, you know, office hours are there to help you. So I bring my contraption there. I'm still feeling pretty confident. I'm like, hey, all right. So can I ask you, like, what what's going on with this, you know? Because, you know, I'm assuming the TA is probably a little more knowledgeable than me on this subject. And he goes, oh, wow, that's weird. I'm like, okay, how do I fix it? And he's like, oh, I got no idea. Uh, you are the teacher my friend. I realize you're, you know, a TA technically, but like you are the teacher. This is, this is like a simple project. This is not like a majorly comp. Like this is uh, still 100 level class, man. You took this class and passed it. Um, it's just, I don't know. I realize that TAs get very, very little training compared to professors. But even, and even professors don't get a ton of training. Professors get like 40 hours of training, I think, at my college. And then uh, TAs get like 50 minutes of training, I believe, is the number. So like, I, I get it, you know, but I'm still a little upset, right? And then like, I work, I'm trying to work on this. I go way past my block. He tells me, oh yeah, just go to a different person's office hours. And I'm like, okay, sure. I'll just go tomorrow, I guess. So after like 90 minutes of working on this thing that should not have taken 90 minutes because no one could tell me what was wrong with my little machine, I left. And I'm like kind of, I'm kind of down, you know. So I go to the vending machine, right? Of course, the vending machine is going to solve all my problems. I, I, some beautiful black forest gummies, you know, the ones that have the little juice in them. I absolutely live for those. Those are my favorite type of fruit snack. All right. It's hands down way better than gushers. And I'm like, all right, they're a dollar 50. So I pull out a $5 bill because the machine says it accepts ones and fives, except it doesn't accept my five. So after like a minute of trying, I'm like, okay, I can persevere. Pull out the two single dollar bills I have, put them in. It works. I get my fruit snacks, right? May I some ruffles? I'm like, okay, you know what? I also kind of want some ruffles, but I don't have any more like dollar bills. And obviously the five isn't going to work. So I pull out my card, right? And then I look at the machine that says, oh yeah, we're not accepting cards on this one, but the other one still accepts them, right? So I'm like, it's fine. The other one also has ruffles. I still want ruffles. So I would step over to the other one, swipe my card and it says, all right, pick your, pick a thing. And I'm like, okay, great. I picked the ruffles. And they're like, all right, great. Press the button to confirm. I'm like what, what button? Cause there isn't a button that says confirm. There's just like, 
the letters and the numbers and then there's a big return button i'm like return maybe it's return maybe it's like in the enter sort of sense because you know sometimes an enter key says return on like max or whatever so i'm like okay i punched the big return button and it says transaction canceled i'm like okay swipe my card again card declined because they had just canceled a transaction on the card apparently the way it works is they uh they just sort of cancel your uh they they won't swipe your card for like a small period of time. So I left. I returned back to my dorm after a bunch of walking. I was very defeated at this point. I was definitely close, close to crying. It was very cold out, so I didn't cry. But it was, it got close. So I got to my dorm and I ended up talking to my mom, right? She makes me feel better. She's nice. Um, I opened up my door. I am like, I turn around to close the door and I hear a click and then another click and the door lock isn't working. It wouldn't lock from the inside. I opened my door to see if it would lock from the outside. And as I do so, and I put the key in the lock, I hear a large crash and by the way, it does lock from the outside. Turns out it's just not locking from the inside. But this is now my secondary concern. As I look over and my Galileo thermometer is on the ground. Apparently, me opening the door with my open and having my open window was enough wind generated to move the blinds into my thermometer and knock it over. And it, a very large puddle of paraffin is now forming over my floor just in general. Um, and it's not good at all. Uh, it's also called uh, mineral oil in North American English, um, which is kind of fun. But uh, yeah, so that was fun to clean up. Yes, it did smell. It still smells. It smells a lot less now. And, like, I was panicking because I don't know how to clean up a big puddle of oil. I know you can't clean it up in the same way as water. So I'm calling people, trying to figure it out. I send it to a couple group group chats. End up calling, like, this group chat of, like, two of my friends back home, but they didn't answer. Um, I end up calling. Oh, what's up? I called my dad, and he didn't answer. But my sister did. So my sister, I had my sister Googling for me. Um while I just sort of frantically walked around and moved things out of the way and tried to mop things up with a paper towel, I ended up making a mixture of, because uh, I have dish soap and warm water and, like, putting it over the oil and then, like, wiping it up. Um, it's, but it's definitely slicker in the area where I spilled. And you have to understand, my room has hardwood floors. Um... So, some of it probably soaked into the wood. Uh, or at least it's a wooden floor cover tiling. Something like that. But it's... Yeah. So... That was really unfortunate use of like 45 minutes of my time. Um, and I still had math homework to do. And I was so tired after that that I just couldn't do math. I still haven't, I still need to do the math. 
Um, I'll probably do that after this call. Or not call this episode. Yeah. Uh, so that was my experience with paraffin oil. It was so sad. I did end up saving the little glass bubbles that floated in it because none of those broke. So I have to figure out if there's anything I can do with those. Or if I'll just like leave them there as little baubles. I do enjoy a good bauble. So that works out, I guess. Yeah. Ooh. I could talk about paraffin more. I guess I probably will. But yeah, I've just... It's been one of those days. Um, <sighs> kerosene was also... Uh, what's up? Used in fuel and aviation as well as households, which is kind of neat. It comes from the Greek word kiros, meaning wax. Look at that. Ugh, I'm so tired. It was, yeah, that was just, that was a fun, fun time. I'm trying to think of, like, majorly good things that happened today, and I'm just drawing a blank. I walked, oh, fun, funny story. Here's a funny story. I'll play the comedy crow after this. I walked up to my RA's door to ask where I can find things like, you know, gloves. Because keep in mind, it, this was in a glass tube. So there's also broken glass over the floor. Um, I hope I cleaned all that up think I did. Um, if I start bleeding, I'll let you know. But I knock at my RA's door because I figure, you know, my RA can help me, right? RAs know a lot of things, like where they keep rubber gloves so that I can clean this random oil up safely. Because I didn't know it was paraffin oil. I didn't know what it was. What if it was like, you know, because some thermometers have mercury and that's really toxic. So what if this thermometer has something toxic? I don't know. And uh, so I knock on my RA's door and she says, who is it? And I'm like, hey, it's Dan. And she said, who? So that felt good. Um, and I was like, I'm one of the people that you are a, like, oh. And then she came to the door. Um, but that was, so that's funny. I'll hit the comedy crowd after that. Um, oh, someone's calling in. Hi. I, I, I invited you, I think. <laughs> I don't sure. Yeah, welcome. Hi. Yeah, I can't hear you. Hello? Oh, there you are. Okay, hi. hi. <laughs> Oh my god. I just, I had to call in because the, like, your day just sounds so sad. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm, like, really sorry. I was wondering why you were calling. I was straight up mid-nap, and so I was like, oh, I'm sure it was a miss. So I just went back to... Oh my god. Yeah, no, that was was not uh, a mistap on that one. I'll see you, like, keep cutting out. Like, I can't hear you right now. Hello? Hi. Oh, you cut out. Or I cut out. I cut? Yes. Oh, maybe my connection's poor. I forgot I'm on university Wi-Fi. (laughs) Hey, same here. (laughs) Hey. Yeah, 
fucking your university do this spills my Galileo thermometer. <laughs> well, I cannot. I don't have one of those. Um, but that really sucks. Was your roommate in at the time? No, he's never here. So, like, I guess... I don't know. One or two of the things that he left on the floor uh, got oiled, so I sort of hung them up. I mean... I, I don't know what else to do. Hello? Okay, hold on. I'm going to turn off my Wi-Fi because everything keeps cutting out. All right, have fun. <laughs> okay, can you still hear me? I can still hear you, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I really hope your day tomorrow gets better because I feel like today has just been punching you <laughs> ever since you woke up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and tomorrow's was supposed to be on the water because, you know, rowing team, and I love the water. And it got canceled due to wind. So <gasps> yeah, instead, I'll be going. Uh, I'll be going to a later session for a technical erg practice and mobility work, which hopefully means it's just going to be a lot of stretching and like, oh hey, make sure that you don't lean forward too much and not a ton of work. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's what? the men's team, so we'll see, we'll see if he just actually no, he treats both teams very fairly. He isn't. Uh, we have a very not sexist coach. He he works us equally hard. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But still, it's hard work, and you're like, no, Because <laughs> I was I was excited. You know, I'd put on put out hard work when I'm on the water and stuff. But it's like it's very different from the machines. Yeah, I mean, it's a different experience. It's like the like actually doing it and getting the adrenaline from doing it versus like, oh, I'm on a machine. <laughs> yeah, and there's like. There can be adrenaline, like two uh, Ks, if, especially if I have someone yelling at me while I'm doing oh. them. There's adrenaline in that. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> what I want to do actually is uh, train my sister to uh, be able to coach me on the erg, because she would one love to yell at me, and two <laughs> it would really help me. Uh, there you go. I, I figured out exactly what style of coaching helps me uh, when I'm on those machines, and it's. Uh, yelling at me that I can do better. That hey, come on, you can get that number lower. And uh, <laughs> oh, come on, bring me across the finish line. Go, go. Oh my God. Um, something my coach will do sometimes is he'll hit your machine as you're rowing on it. Oh, <laughs> which just oh. makes a very loud sound. It's very alerting. Interesting. Uh, fun, <laughs> fun times. Do you think we can get Leland Jones on on the team? No, not I, I. I can tell you right away that is a a huge no. He would be actually so far against it that <laughs> he'd do whatever I the should... opposite of rowing is. I don't know what that would be. Not rowing. <laughs> fishing club. Oh, not fishing. <laughs> I wonder what the opposite of rowing would be. Uh... Golf. Golf is a pretty opposite thing of rowing, actually. That that is true. Yeah. Yeah, the, the golf team is now our rivals. It, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> well, dang. <clears throat> um, you know, maybe. Oh wait, no, because your spring break was later. I was gonna say maybe it's just because you're getting back into the groove, but you've been back for two weeks, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I know this week. It's literally Tuesday, and it's felt like it's been a whole week already. And I'm like, oh. It has. 
sucks. <laughs> uh, this weekend's sucks. mom's weekend, and my family's coming down, so I have to have all my homework done before the weekend because I don't want to do it while they're there. That's true. That would suck. But I have a paper to write, <gasps> and it's due Sunday, so of course I hadn't started it yet. Um, so now, now I've actually started it. I've got like a bit of it done, so it'll there you go. sort itself out. Right, it'll oh, be fine, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it basically, basically will. It's just on, it's an annotated bibliography plus synthesis essay. So basically, I uh, got to find sources, got to uh, summarize them and do some other stuff and then show how the, all the sources connect. Um, oh. <laughs> Interesting. And I get to write, basically, uh, so the topic I've chosen for this course, this course is a writing and research course. And... It's basically you get to choose one topic to explore throughout the year. And I chose ontology or the study of reality because I get to be so pretentious. I get to add so many <laughs> footnotes. Do you know how much I love footnotes? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like, I know that footnotes don't count as like towards the word count of the essay. And I realize that and add them in anyway. Like, I love footnotes and like just being the most pretentious guy while writing this and you can do that when you're writing about philosophy it's incredible would a footnote for a footnote be a toe note i don't know but you have an amazing idea right there <laughs> i'll patent <laughs> it if it's not already <laughs> man because writing right, let's see let me pull up i, I want to pull up some quotes from me because <laughs> it's in it's really funny how pretentious i can get that's awesome uh, uh, let's see. Some of them, I just like put massive parentheses in them. Oh my god. Um, where did I? Oh yeah. Uh, it was a. My interest was yet invigorated when I saw The Matrix for the first time, which was inspired by the work of Jean Baudrillard, who was not an ontologist and actually rejected the entire concept of reality, as they believed the, that this implied a start and an end when they believed that a reality was eternal. But I would still argue that that in and of itself is an ontological position, so I will be including this anyway. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> it's so fun. The entire thing is right like that. This wow. paper is literally called What is Real? And I get to write... And at one point, I'm like, oh, by the way, uh, the, the I is the letter used to denote the square root of negative one. It's physically impossible for this to exist. However, conceptually, we have the letter to represent it. So the concept of it exists, surely. Is the concept of it existing enough to make it real? Arguably, this is also well within the field of semiotics, uh, the study of using symbols to convey meaning. But I'm, here I am questioning the existence of the concept in italics of I, not the symbol. I question the meaning itself, not the method by which it is used to convey said meaning. So I still argue that this it exists just as strongly in the scope of ontology as well. I love that sentence because it is so long. I get to use a semicolon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hold on. One sec, I'm coming. Here, entertain everyone. Okay. Um, Dan was basically writing an existential paper. That was what I was going to say. Howdy. Hi. Thank you. Did you prepare the paper? Oh. Yeah, I did. Okay, let's eavesdrop. Eavesdrop. Yeah. Is that your RA? The lock barely works. Amazing. Um, I've returned. Was, was everyone your... entertained? Yeah, oh, totally. I told them to eavesdrop on your conversation. Whoops. Oh, yeah, of course. Now, that was my RA. I had to return uh, a roll of paper towels. 
Oh, from the incident, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, the incident. <laughs> we're talking about ontology, so the incident is not important. Oh, yeah. I told them that you were basically just writing existential the paper. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's actually really great distraction from all the math I have to do. Nice. <laughs> what is the math? Is it like calculus or? Uh, some calculus and then some uh, very weird math. Um, I don't know if you were there for the episode where I tried to teach everyone to uh, use binary. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so counting and especially like doing math with binary is very annoying. Uh, and especially since like there's different types of binary you have, you can use, like you can say it's unsigned binary where all the numbers just mean the numbers like, uh, three, one, zero, one normally means five and it means five into, and like, it means five and unsigned. Right. But then there's this twos complement, which basically is, it's weird, but basically use the first, uh, digit to represent whether it's positive or negative and then there's this a very annoying way that you calculate uh, uh basically what the number is if it's negative i think 101 would be oh, hold on negative two i think i, I believe it <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's just why so (laughs) so yeah i'd rather i'd rather write about um (laughs) i don't know because i could have written something about my field but i was like that sounds awful i don't want to do more of that yeah like literally what the heck write about what is reality and then you'll have the time of your life yeah exactly exactly oh man my footnote this is great (laughs) <laughs> this study was actually a combination of two closely related studies though for the purposes of this writing they will be referred to as two parts of the same study for convenience <laughs> and conclusions were drawn together so i think that's fair to say that's it's like odd. ah and i'm and now my new one uh my new my newest paper is the of course the annotations and whatever um i get to talk about like i found an article about almost nothings and how and whether or not they exist uh like so like assuming let's take like the physical world right right if you look at like your bed your bed you can physically see it it exists right yes this this is pretty uh, hard to dispute without saying like nothing is real but that's beside the point um and then take take a look at like the space next to your bed there's nothing there. Nothing exists there. Whatever's there, or, there's nothing there. So, like, and it, it's not part of reality, right? Yeah. But what about like, if you have a sidewalk, is the cra- think about like the crack in a sidewalk? The crack in a sidewalk is a place where there isn't anything, but we still name it a crack, and you can still define the crack. So. Huh. Or like the hole of a donut, the very the nature of the hole of the donut is it's not there. That's the point. Um, but we all know it's supposed to not be there. So we all know it as the hole of the donut. We can measure the hole of the donut. Does the hole of the donut exist? Does the crack in the sidewalk exist? Because we can define it, we can measure it, but it's not 
there. Oh my gosh. So I read an entire paper on this. What? <laughs> Damn. That is... I mean, I'm glad that you have the brain capacity to write that paper because either I would just not stop writing or I wouldn't even know where to start because I would just keep thinking. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> about how it goes, actually. <laughs> um, especially when you get into ontotheology or basically the existence of God. Oh. <laughs> um, that's a really fun, fun little bit, which according to uh, some certain philosophers that I'm not naming right now, uh, actually, no, the one that I don't want to name actually was in support of Ancho theology. I hate Kant, but anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, some, some philosophers believe that Ancho theology is like stupid because trying to define the existence of God is like it's just a dumb move, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that would also be a kind of a a, a brain burner. <laughs> yeah, they all are. Yeah. But that's okay. Dang. I forgive you. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Wait a minute. I don't, that's not my idea. <laughs> well, damn. Okay. Oh! I meant as in the beaver dam, obviously. Yeah, uh, sure. No, you're fine. <laughs> Wait, after, after that, the penguin episode, I've sort of given up. <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, that was an episode. <laughs> Ooh, I have one on like the, um, the re nature of reality and quantum mechanics. That one's that one's a bit more up my alley. Oh my gosh, quantum mechanics in its own is also a whole whirlwind of like what the heck, like yeah, and that's why the existence of that is so annoying for those trying to categorize existence. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I think you would make a great philosopher. You're, you're I know, but there's no money in it, so I, I can't. Honestly, like, is it just is it just philosopher like? pride like is that what you get or do you get like like let's see how to get paid as a philosopher let's see is it just like clout like you get you're just i love how college professor is the first thing you can get okay well i guess yeah you could be a philosopher professor but that's not really things you can be get with philosophy um Apparently, the acceptance rate of philosophy majors into law school is extremely high. What? Um, these individuals are particularly valued in this field for their ability to think and write clearly and quickly, and their skill in analyzing and presenting arguments. Huh. Okay. Um, there are people, there are nonprofit professional philosophy majors, um, or nonprofit, like, uh, trying to make speeches and writing things about ethics or social or political philosophy, things like that. Professor, obviously. Huh. Um, business professional is apparently a thing. <laughs> <That's just> a <laughs> wow, listen to how sad this is. Philosophy majors are very well accustomed to the business world. They commonly become stockbrokers, venture capitalists, marketing specialists, managers, uh, basically, etc., Dang. Um, what? Public policy professional, marketing professional, financial services, healthcare, journalist, paralegal. Wow. Mm, all of those are 
fake jobs, actually. None of those are just sitting and thinking on a rock, which is no. what I'd want to do. That's what the old philosophers did. All they did was think, and everyone clapped. Yeah, I want to, like, sit on my balcony, sipping, like, a juice, wink, <laughs> um, and step outside once a month, say a sentence, like, perhaps the reality is the friends we made along the way. Walk back inside for another month. And people just ponder what you've said for that month. Wow, that guy really spent an entire month on that. <laughs> yeah, that seems like the life. Exactly. I think that would be a great profession. I mean, yeah, if, if it could actually be a profitable thing, I would have said you could just go for that. But obviously that's a little more um, difficult to make money off of if you just say, pay me money and I will say words that are profound. <laughs> <laughs> I would do so much thinking in your closet. In the closet? Wait a minute. I was in the closet for years, and you know it. <laughs> uh, 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 that's a funny joke. That's oh, man. Did I, did I ever tell you the stories of how I realized I was uh, not straight? Yeah, they were really funny. It was kind of how I realized my major, and that's what <laughs> I compared it to, where you were like, oh, that guy's cute. Too bad I'm straight. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was really convinced that I liked Sweater Weather because it was just a good song. <laughs> I mean, it is a good song, but there are other <laughs> reasons. Do you have something you want to admit, Sammy? Mm. Sweaters are just very comfortable. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Mm. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, not the lip smacking. Oh, my God. That was actually, like, more of a tongue-to-my-roof-of-my-mouth move. Oh, like a tisking? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Okay, by the way, oh, you did see this. The, I don't know if you talked about it on your last episode. Um, the Will Smith thing that happened? Oh, yeah. I don't remember if that got brought up, honestly. What are your uh, phil- philosophical thoughts on it? <laughs> I mean, probably shouldn't resort to violence kind of funny i'm really sick of seeing it on my instagram store or like feed yep that's true. that's about where i'm at yeah I'm, I've, I've gotten worn out of the jokes now it was funny for the time being and i'm like okay i've seen that joke like 10 times <laughs> yeah it's just especially the day it happened it was like 40 percent of my posts were will smith posts i'm like this is too much will smith apparently it was the most like ever the the most an event has ever been talked about on social media since like direct tv did something and i was like what the heck just will smith like i guess it was i didn't find it that crazy i just thought it was like oh which i think which leads me to think that it was kind of a publicity thing yeah i feel like well because will smith was really only known for is like it's rewind time, or like the you know. <laughs> I mean, he's, he was a, he's a very famous actor. He was in a number of things, including uh, singing your boyfriend's favorite song. That is true. I forgot that he was the Fresh Prince, and he did a great job in King Richard. Um, but I I just think it's it really is something. It is quite profound, I should say, that he slapped Chris Rock, and then moments later got Best Actor. And I was like, bro. What? I thought that was really, yeah, that's... That's so awkward. I, I was, He started crying. I was like, 
I bet he's crying because of how embarrassed he is. He wasn't, but like I would have been. No, no. All I'm saying is like Chris Rock took that hit much like uh, his, Will Smith's wife takes other men. Heyo. Heyo. Comedy crow. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I paused way too much. I was saying, trying to be for effect, but I think that was too much, honestly. You know, it's kind of like how uh, Chris d- didn't pause when... I mean, that was the weirdest interaction, too, because he was like, uh-oh, here comes... he's like here comes will smith and then just got rocked and was like it reminds me of like bad improv we're just like which actually it probably was bad improv but like uh, (laughs) i don't know if you've ever seen some some people do improv like all right now i'm walking over here to the grocery store yeah like person like it's supposed to be bad to make you laugh whatever yeah that was like it was just the most awkward series of events because then what does chris say after like lol <laughs> like whoops what, i believe he said uh will smith just slapped the beep out of me yeah and then will smith was like keep your my wife's name and it was like yelling and then poor chris was like okay okay i will because yeah, the writers wrote it right like oh my god well, this joke like honestly, if I told a joke and then got slapped for it, I'd probably say fair if it was my joke. Right, correct, right. Because you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. Maybe it was, you know, not as. You know, I I stepped a little far with that one. Whoopsie Daisy. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how you would say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. But now the Grammys are coming up, and I've I don't think anyone's gonna care about it because like I didn't really care about either the awards show. I just I was like, oh, that's weird. So maybe they need yeah. to... Uh, oh my god, the jokes they're going to make. Oh, it's going to be so bad. Yeah, I've never once watched one of those award shows. No, ever. they're going to be like, hey guys, I'm going to make a joke. Is Chris... Uh, is Will Smith in the crowd? And then everyone's <laughs> their knees and be like, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, hopefully no one's getting their Chris rocked on stage tonight. Uh, 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 hey, uh, uh, that's the good. <laughs> they should have uh, the Grammy. I think that would look better. Yeah, definitely. They should. I think the Grammys should be hosted by me. Yes. I got Can you imagine me going, hey, 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 welcome back to Dan's <laughs> Miscellaneous Grammys? Oh, amazing. Everyone would, uh, standing ovation. They'd be like, yeah, let's go random go. my children. <laughs> and I'd be like, what? <laughs> And then we just sort of look at each other for a just slightly too much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and like, no, uh, would pan between you two. And, of course, then the music would come on trying to cut me off. And I know <laughs> like, it can never be. You do that thing where, like, you smile and like, you look the other way and then you turn around and you're like... Um, <laughs> you're like... <laughs> you turn around and, like, they're not looking and then you look away and then they <laughs> turn. And just, like, two shows passing the night are love was never destined to be. <laughs> oh like give us the awards already you're like oh, i need a moment <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah that's me yeah that's, and, that's then, <laughs> and then ryan reynolds comes on stage and we kiss passionately for <laughs> hours and then the award show starts yeah yeah you you actually weren't even posting it you just like got in and <laughs> started you were just up there Everyone i know just- i said 
to you, but I got a, but speaking of Ryan Reynolds, uh, cause this is apparently just going to be a long episode. Uh, <laughs> I, I decided to I, set up some, uh, shipping. Well, shipping so and you, handling, you know, sh- you know, shipping that thing that kids do <gasps> the, where they say, yeah. Hey, this person would look good with, uh, this person. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, so I would like to put up my official shipping list here. Oh. Basically, I found a sh- my favorite ships of, uh, <laughs> two, two women, two male, uh, a straight one, a poly one, a friendship, and one that actually exists. All right. A canon ship. So first, uh, two girls, uh, obviously Hillary Clinton and Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right. Uh, male. A corpse husband and a male therapist. That one got me. <laughs> I was, I, that was that was good. <laughs> uh, hetero would be Ryan Reynolds and a female Ryan Reynolds. Of course. Right, right. <laughs> Only correct. Uh, poly, uh, the poly one is the entire mystery gang minus Scooby-Doo, because that'd be kind of weird. Good morals. <laughs> right, right. Friendship is Mr. Clean and... Uh, Sporticus. I originally had Robin Hood the Clean from Backyardigans, but I think Sporticus works better. It's amazing. And finally, can ship your mom and your dad. That, I mean, that's just true. That is canon. Yeah, it is canon. <laughs> Honestly, that uh, is a great list. I think you should uh, share it to everyone you know. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing by putting it on my podcast. Oh, oh my god. That's Do so you have any... Should... <laughs> Do you have any ships that you want to promote? Um, well, woman, um, I would say, okay. Wait, I'm sorry, can, can you repeat that? Women? <laughs> it goes on for a really long time, you can just start talking. Oh my god. That was amazing. Um, I was gonna say something like, um, "Oh, what's her face? Um, Melania, Melania Trump, and probably and probably actually Hillary Clinton. I think those two just need to get away from their husbands and be two lovers in a vast open world." Uh, right. Interesting. <laughs> male. Oh. Ooh. ooh. <gasps> <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh i know it would definitely have to be the rock and kevin hart because the oh my god yeah that's fair that's fair those guys are so funny um het gosh mm, maybe um I, I don't even know what could beat the ryan reynolds and gender bent ryan reynolds <laughs> <laughs> i was so proud of that one <laughs> i mean i might have to go with that that's my favorite um fair enough Polly. Okay, that's interesting. Maybe the t- either Teen Titans or I mean, I feel like because you're just thinking of groups of people now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else? Because it can't be the Teen Titans are all minors. So, oh, <gasps> wait, isn't the robot guy not, or is he? They're oh. they're all teens. Okay, oh. I mean it's possible they're not minors. Okay, wait, never mind. Don't do that then, because I don't want to promote. Actually, uh, hold on. Are, is the Scooby Gang minors? 
Um, <laughs> I, I guess I never looked into that. Scooby Gang Ages. I always thought they were like 20, 21. Um, so in the original series, Fred and Shaggy are 17, Daphne's 16, Velma's 15. Velma's um, 15? Bro, she acts like the oldest. For the purposes of Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, uh, they're 16 to 17 season 1, 17 to 18 season 2. So I think it's re- I think it's reasonable to say that uh, they would be, that you could say they're 18. Yeah. It's just it's a, the Teen Titans ages. Uh, Teen Titans ages. Be, let's see. Every main character's age. Let's do this. Let's <laughs> do some research. Cyborg is in his mid 20s. Fair enough. Okay. Um, Beast Boy is the youngest, at least 13 when he joined, but not oh. more than 14. What the heck? Oh my god. Um, putting this at a 10 year time scale. Um, all right. So, base. Okay. So, when the series started, he would be actually also be like 23. Beast Boy? Start- yeah. Oh my god. They're not teens. This is this is false advertising. Actually, yeah. Well, this is the original Teen Titans, not the Teen Titans Go new stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. That's I was talking about the original yeah. the Go Yeah, that one's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starfire's like 25 to 27, somewhere around there. Uh Robin is a between nerdy. 13 and 15. Oh. Between 13 and 15. So he goes for the old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I and Oh, there's Raven. Uh, Raven has an interesting look. Very cool. Um, about 14 when she's... Yeah, about 14. Uh, okay. She's certainly older than Beast Boy, but... Uh, and also the entire reason the Teen Titans formed. But if you consider like a 10-year time scale, then they're all adults. Okay, so that would be the one then, because I feel like they would be a great uh, <laughs> poly gang. Um, yeah, that's true. Friendship? I'd have to go with the classic Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, because those guys are freaking tight. That's uh, fair, that's fair. And then the cannon ship. I love yours so much. Um, cannon would be, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a classic. I'm gonna say um, Leland and and Sammy because that is currently canon. Um, except it's a shame you picked the wrong Sammy. He's leaving. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is yeah. I guess I sh- I could clarify, but I I shall not reveal my last name. Um, <laughs> Except I might have already. I don't know. It's uh, what? Uh, Shart singer? <laughs> uh, no, close. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> I'm throwing them off their game. Oh, truly. But, yeah, All right. Well, that was my that was my list. I'm nice. Hold on. Let me just. Yeah. A tasteful, tasteful applause. Yeah. Lovely. Did you just find that list today, like on your feed, or did someone give it to you? 
uh, the list. Um, it was sent to me in a. There's this. Okay, so I joined this Discord server. Actually, it was off of a TikTok. Uh, uh, but I found I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll I'll see what it is. And of course, everyone's like tiny in there, but also they po- they're like, it's just funny watching tiny people do things. So <laughs> I just like sort of vibe. Um, hey there. Uh, welcome to the chat. <laughs> but they sent theirs and they said they basically were like, oh, here's my favorite chips. And they listed a whole bunch of characters I didn't know. So I decided I'm like, I'm going to make the worst list that I can um, while trying to be as funny as possible. And I think I, I did pretty well. I'd say you were very successful with that. That was a good list. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Plus, maybe you know what? That was a good thing about your day. You made a, a solid list. And then they said, I don't know most of those characters. And I'm like, what? Like, how? I'm pretty sure... Are you saying that not everyone knows who Ryan Reynolds is? Yeah, what the heck? Okay. Oh my god. That's... They need to do some research then with that whole... Obviously. The heck? (laughs) Cheese fry. You're not. Well, it sounds like the energy is winding down in the studio. Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a pull up a song. I know what time it is. Yeah, it's time for the song that's been in my mind all episode. And today's song that's been in my mind all episode <laughs> is probably gonna be... Hmm. I probably shouldn't pick a Rendezvous at 2 song. <laughs> um... So let's go. Oh, there's so many good songs on this playlist. Do them all. Well, that'd be too many. Uh, they, no, I'm not doing them all. I cannot name some of these songs on a stream. <laughs> I mean, I could if this was a not safe for work podcast, maybe. Hey, oh. <laughs> so I'll do. Um, uh, in, I don't know. Honey by Ravina. Nice. That's That's, a it's one. a really pretty song. Yes. That's good. I yeah. am going to hit the pod with another Tyler the Creator song. Oh my god. Um, I've been listening more lately. He's, he's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but this one is called Are We Still Friends by Tyler. Um, definitely check it out. And that's been on my mind all day. Remember that one time I asked if we were still friends and it turns out that you were just grumpy? And yeah. that's the vibe I was getting. <laughs> yeah, you picked up on the vibe. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? I'm an empath. <laughs> oh anyway, uh, that's going to about do it for this episode. <laughs> and I hope to see you all next time. Have a wonderful day. And goodbye. Adios. <laughs>